Welcome to this podcast produced for Business Lincolnshire as part of the Fit for Business programme. I'm Guy Lewis and we are joined today by Stuart McFarlane-Bedford from SMA. Hi Stuart, how are you? I'm very well Guy, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. So what have you been up to this week? Well, I was uh, I was reading an article in the Federation of Small Business magazine, mm-hmm. um, their quarterly magazine, and it was about the importance of sole traders and micro-businesses to the UK economy. So I did some digging. What, in- did, you, what did you unearth? Go on. <laughs> so, so what I unearthed was that um, in 2021, there were 5.5 million private businesses in the UK, and 99.9% of those were SMEs. So that, that's businesses with under 250 employees. And the SMEs accounted for 51.9% of the private sector turnover in 2020. So, so SMEs are giving more than half the, half the, the turnover and employing over half the people. Yeah, I mean, they actually employ um, uh, 53.6% of all private sector jobs in the UK. And uh, that's a total of 22.9 million people. So, I mean, it's a huge amount of, of people. So the SMEs are hugely more important than the, the medium or the large companies that we all okay. know. So what other facts did you get? Well, one of the things that was uh, interesting was looking at self-employed. And would you believe that uh, self-employed people have increased by 93.9% in the past 20 years? So there's been an absolute growth in people deciding that they want to be their own boss. Mm. And and if we look at that at micro businesses, so a micro business is between one and nine employees, they grew by 29% in the past 20 years. And would you believe even in 2021, when we're in the, the, the midst of you know, this terrible COVID pandemic, 5,300 businesses were set up in 2021. And uh, as for small businesses, which are 10 to 49 employees, that grew by 30% in the past 20 years. So, so what that, that means to me is that a lot of people are thinking about, I want to run my own business. And, and that started 20 years ago. But even now, you know, even with COVID, people are leaving their jobs and setting up their uh, own businesses. Yeah, I mean, ninety odd percent growth in the last twenty years of self-employment. That's quite impressive, isn't it? it it's it's huge. I mean, I I wouldn't have <laughs> believed those figures, but what what that that means is, um, and and you understand why there is so much emphasis on helping and supporting SMEs from the public sector, from um, things like growth hubs and all the biz, uh, the initiatives that the government bring out, and that. That's particularly to do with financial advice and funding because you cannot start to grow a business. You cannot start a business without money. So today, I thought I'd look at the best way 
of finding finance if you want to build your business in the UK. And the reason for that is the economy is due to grow uh, in 2022 by between 4 and 5%. And actually, only last week, the government issued their stats. And in January, the, the UK economy grew by 0.8 of a percent. So that's nearly 1% in the first month of 2022. So I'm on track for that four to five percent, I guess. So, so I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm I'm starting a business, or I've just set up a business. What are the financial things that you really need to know? Well, let let's take it back to basics. What is a business? A business is something where a transaction happens, no matter what sector. You know, there's a cost involved in making a product or providing a service. Uh, a business sells that product or service at the cost price plus some profit, which is the customer price. The customer buys that at the, uh, the customer price and the business makes a profit. That's the most basic transactional arrangement that businesses have. And all businesses, no matter what you're selling, that's that's the the business model that you would follow. Okay, so so we're talking about the finances now. But do you need to be an accountant to understand the finances? Uh, ab- absolutely not. Um, most bu- uh, most business owners are not accountants. They're entrepreneurs. They might be mechanics, chefs, engineers, fitness instructors, uh, who who have an idea. They 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 have a passion. Uh, to take that idea and turn it into a business, and that's what they do. So they want to work at something that they really enjoy, uh, but they also need to make a living. Uh, So you need to know and be able to monitor how that business is going. You know, are you making money? Are you losing money? So, so these are sort of basic indicators for a business. So, so, so are, there, are there more? What, you know, what are the basic indicators for a business? Well, the basic indicators for a business are, tend to be called KPIs. So they tend to be key performance indicators. And the, there's four, that's all, four key, uh, KPIs. The first one is know what your turnover or your income is. Second is know what your expenses or your outgoings are. That will determine the third thing, which is are you making a profit or a loss? And the, a, a really important thing to understand is what's your break-even point? Because you need to know how much you need to generate each week, each month to ensure that you're breaking even. So those are the four, income, expenses, is it profit and loss, and what's your break-even? Okay, so, so break-even, the, the absolute minimum, obviously. So you mentioned profit. The, the, what's the difference? There's, there's gross profit and there's net profit? Yep, and, and some people do get a bit confused uh, around this. So um, your turnover, as we said, that's the income that you generate. That's from the sale of your product or your services. And then you have the cost of that sale. And that sale 
uh, could be paying a salesperson, it could be the raw materials to make that product or the raw materials to provide that service, it could be delivering it to the customer. And when you've deducted that off, that gives you your gross profit. And how we get your net profit is from your gross profit, you then deduct all the other expenses. Now, this could be office rent, electricity, you know, staff costs, vehicles, maintenance. And once you've deducted that, that gives you your net profit. So that's the difference between gross profit and net profit. Got it. So gross profit is the is the profit on on, it, on what it costs you to supply it, to make it, whatever it is. And then your net profit is when you take all your other overheads off that as well. That's right. That's okay. right. Okay, good. Excellent. So if someone wants to obtain finance for their business, what do they need to do? Well, th there are various finance checklists around, but mm -hmm. let me just give you a, a, a few pointers. The, the first thing is you need to look internally. So you need to think about your business and, you know, what are your growth plans? No one starts a business without an inclination of what they want to achieve. And also, you know, you, you also need to, to base that on actually what do I need to earn to live as well? Mm -hmm. So the first thing is about what's your growth plan. Mm -hmm. the, the second is from that growth plan, work out what, how much funding you need and for how long. Mm -hmm. uh, and then identify any key risks that you have. So if things don't work out in the in the timescale you want, are you going to need more funding? So the, the key thing is identify how much total funding you need. You can borrow more than you need because you can always pay it back. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the last thing is to assess how much money you have to invest in your company. Many people start businesses because they've been made redundant. They have a lump sum. So that allows them to actually cover the first six months of, of their business trading. Okay. But, but what happens after that? Yeah, so, so that's the internal stuff then, Stuart. That's, that's internal. What about looking external for funding? Well, the first thing you can do is check with your your. Um, growth Hub, Business Linkshire Growth Hub, to see if there are any grants available that your business qualifies for. Mm -hmm. um, it could be that, you know, you're buying equipment, there may be grants for that. Um, the other thing is to decide whether you want to attract investors into into your business. Do you want them to put money in, maybe take a bit of a shareholding um, mm -hmm. You have to make that decision. The other is about approaching investors, um, such as finance companies, banks, other sources of finance. But in order to do that, you need to put together a business plan. Mm -hmm. And in that business plan, it's got to say how much money you want to borrow and for how long. So you really need to get all your ducks in a row. And, and the aim... The aim is to get all your funding in one go, because if you borrow too much, you can always pay it back. A funder, someone who is investing, doesn't like it if you borrow money and then six months later you're asking for more, because that means your business plan was flawed.
Okay, and I guess I guess in all of this internal exercise is do some research, compare the offers, that sort of that sort of stuff. Uh, yes, you know there there are so many options. There are so many different interest rates, so many different types of uh, uh, qualifications around the different types of grants and, and funding. Do your research and compare what offers you get from across the market. My name is Guy Lewis and you're with myself and Stuart McFarlane Bedford discussing business finance. What options of finances are, are available to uh, to businesses? Wow, Guy, there's 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 a huge range. Um, it tends to be a mix of loans and other borrowing options, and and what I mean by that is uh, one one of them could be asset finance. So that means uh, getting money to buy equipment or. Uh, or some some capital expenditure. Um, there are term loans. Now these are a period. This is a loan over a period with a set percentage rate. Um, people tend to go for these if they're looking to expand their operations, um, enter into new markets, or uh, acquisition. You know, buy another company. Uh, and then there's mm. trade finance loans, and these tend to be short-term um, loans where they need a large amount of money just for a short term because maybe they're doing a big Im uh, import order from mm -hmm. China. And so they just need – it's really a cash flow thing. That's, uh, that's what trade finance is. So we've looked at the, uh, the short term. So what, what are the, the longer-term options? Well, the uh, – the first long-term option is is to look at a, a sort of a, a long-term loan, and obviously you can do that through a, a bank or a finance company. Mm -hmm. That's where there's a, a set amount over a period of time with with a set interest rate. Mm -hmm. So that's that's sort of relatively straightforward. Um, you may then uh, want to consider um, equity investors. So this is where people will actually invest in the company uh, and instead of paying that money back, they take a percentage of the shareholding. Mm -hmm. So um, there are investment companies that do that. Um, there are business angels who are entrepreneurs who are high high worth net mm -hmm. uh, people they like to invest in particular sectors mm -hmm. and they do like to get involved in the business so they bring their expertise and their knowledge to help you grow the business um, another are venture capitalist companies where they will come in and they tend to put people in to work with you in your business to ensure that you're uh, safe um, mm -hmm. the commercial mortgage is a, is another option where you actually take a, a mortgage out on the property, your business property, be it an office, a warehouse, whatever. Uh, and I suppose a, a, a final one is maybe looking at family and friends who may want to invest um, for a small shareholding. So mm -hmm. they put their money in on the basis that they will get some dividends uh, on an on an annual basis if the company does well. Mm -hmm. um, there are plenty of websites 
around to help you because it can be very confusing. So there is the British Business Bank, uh, there is the moneyadviceservice.org, mm-hmm. and there is the findingfinance.org UK. So all these websites will guide you through some of the points I've talked about, uh, but more importantly, they will help you research what is the best type of finance for you and your business at this time. Great. So so lots of links there to, to good bits of information. And really the sum of the long-term stuff is is based around either equity investment or or them long-term commercial mortgage or, or, or bank loans. That's right, Guy. Yes. Okay. So if, if we're buying any other particular type of equipment, um, you know, are there any types of specific finance that you should be looking for? Yeah, there are. There are. Um, three types. So the first one, if you're looking to buy some equipment, is instead of buying it outright, why don't you lease it? So many businesses do this where they actually lease equipment, which means that they don't own it. Mm-hmm. They're effectively renting it. Mm-hmm. They're renting it for a period of maybe two or three years. At the end of that time, they hand the equipment back and they can get a new model and carry on paying a, a rent for that. Or maybe there's an option that they actually buy that equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, if you actually do want to buy uh, some equipment, then the second option is higher purchase, which just allows you to spread the total cost across a period of time. Yes, you are paying uh, an interest on that, so it's you're paying the, the, the cost and a little bit of interest each month, but at the end of that period, the equipment is mm-hmm. yours. Mm-hmm. And the third thing is about grants. Have a look at what's available because there are many grants around to help businesses buy their equipment. Now, these don't tend to be 100% grants, but they can be somewhere Mm -hmm. between 25 and 50% uh, grant against the cost of that equipment. So it's certainly worth looking at what's available from central government, local government, from your local business support organization mm-hmm. like Business Lincolnshire, or even some trade associations offer grants as well. Okay, so so grants, higher purchase to own or leasing, so you're renting it. Okay, I get that. Get that one. So where do I go if I want some more support? Uh, what, what's what's around? What's available that might uh, help me as a business to to attain some of this finance? Well, the first point of call for all businesses within Greater Lincolnshire should be to the Business Lincolnshire website. So that's businesslincolnshire.com because on there, there, there's a lot of uh, financial advice and they also have a business finance guide uh, which you can download. Uh, and that's an invaluable tool for entrepreneurs, for people that are growing their business, or for people that are starting their business. So it, it's a really useful tool. So in the first uh, first instance, Business Lincolnshire, and my advice is do your research and make sure you know what you want and what type of loan, what type of term you want. Mm-hmm. And from there, you can then apply through that various process. Okay. Well, thank you very much for today. Okay. Thank you, Guy. You've been listening to a Business Lincolnshire podcast. Look out for the next episode. If you're listening on the Business Lincolnshire YouTube channel, don't forget to give us a thumbs up or subscribe down below.
If you're on your favorite podcast platform, then remember to follow the show. More information at businesslincolnshire.com.